Good morning. So, actually, speaking about food, uh, we're, we're discussing Achila v'shtia. Um, and as, as mentioned the last time of this year, really eating uh, and drinking, which today, I think that, Baruch uh, Hashem, thank God, we have so many kosher foods. It's an amazing, it's amazing reality that you, that you can go into supermarkets almost anywhere and partake in uh, kosher foods. If you're in Manhattan, you can have, uh, you know, when I was a little kid, very little, I went to something called Epcot. Uh, I don't know this thing called Epcot. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, absolutely. Does anyone know what, what it's named after Epcot? No, I have no idea myself. I'm just wondering if you know. Uh, yeah. Everything plus whatever. The whole the Gansu world is there. Like uh, basically when you're a little kid you go to Epcot and you're wearing your 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 your, your hat or your yarmulke and you're thinking to stuff, they have like foods from every country in the world and you can't eat any of it. You know, like literally it's none of that night. But if you're in Manhattan you can have Indian kosher food, you can have Thai kosher food, you could have it's not gluten free but like it's like you can have you can have Chinese kosher food. Yeah, every kind of kosher food. I was like literally today, you can have any kind Bangladeshi. I mean, there's no Jews in Bangladesh. You can have Bangladesh, you can go kosher food. Right? Have, not there? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. You heard me. Yeah, I, I, no, I don't think so. I don't think there will be in the future. They would need they would need a good uh, they would need a division of the Israeli army to protect them. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Really is that bad? It's a it's a very Muslim country. Um, um. So, I don't think the Chabad is in any pure Muslim country. Which Muslim country are they in? Where? They're in oh, Morocco. Morocco. They're in Morocco. Yeah, that's the king. So, yeah, yeah, that's the first, actually. All right, so, but the, 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 as far as food today, you can eat, you can get, oh, Baruch Hashem, thank God, it's an amazing thing. All kinds of kosher foods, you could be all kinds of places today. Um, you know, even if you can be a place with no kosher food, you can order it online. You know, you can, you can Amazon it to you, and, like, you'll get it the next day. You may have to pay a pre- premium, but you'll get food wherever you want today, you know. Um, but really, eating and drinking uh, uh, is certainly in the works of Musr, uh, Chassidus, Kabbalah, Avedis Hashem, from the most important things in working on, on, on being uh, a Ben Adam. Because, you know what? Animals also eat. It's not, it's not unique to human beings. But to eat uh, in the right way, that's already a challenge. So he says this. So the first thing is when you're eating, it should be charada, right? You should have a certain amount of trepidation to make a bracha correctly. You know, you ever, you ever ask the boss for something? You ever ask someone for, you know, uh, a certain amount of, you want to raise, you want something. Um, so you're asking Kharaj Baruch Hu to, to, to partake of his food. The Gemara says in brachas, in the beginning of the sixth paragraph, the person who eats without a bracha, he's doing mi'ilah. Right? He's, it's as if he's taking something that's holy and desecrating it. means you should say a bracha, you put your body into you, you say a bracha. Right? It's, it's today, by the way, it's an amazing thing. Like, you can see a person. Like in in the show, you see people into wine. Like you know, the, the, you can see a few people that are really into the wine. Or, or, or somebody told me they're really into steak. Nothing wrong with being into steak. 
right? Maybe you shouldn't eat it every morning, every night. You get sick. But uh, nothing technically wrong. But you see how they say a bracha? It's like a major. They savor the wine. They, they savor it. But the bracha, that same person, that person is like this. That person who enjoys the steak. Baruch. And they say a shahakal. person has the wine, the hagafen. It's not, the bracha is quickly. As you see, anyone says a bracha, you know, it's, 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 it's without any thought whatsoever. 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 If you don't, if you don't pay attention, it could be that uh, you're, well, or just it's a business. Like, sometimes my kids ask me something for something, and they're kids. They say, give me this, please, or come this. It's like, better not even to ask. You know, that's how you ask. And I've said this before, if you give your wife, you're not married yet, take good lessons over here, you give your wife a present, or you give her flowers for Shabbos, and you come home with some weeds, or some dead daisies, was it better to give her the dead daisies? You're, 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 you're a marriage pro, well, what do you think? Better to give her nothing, or to give her some, some half-dead daisies? I thought that guy was uh, <laughs> there you go. This is, you still have time to work on yourself before you. <laughs> You'll learn. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, right. Uh, yeah. So, no, so, so, so it's, it's as if it's Bamash Begadif. To do something like that is is is, is I'm, I must say, even very good Jews very often say brachas without kavana, whatsoever, without any thought whatsoever. People want to rush to the bench. On the contrary, you should go ahead and have a mind to take the time and that's the precaution of who. I saw a rainbow yesterday. I saw a show. I saw a show. I said, I couldn't remember the rest of it. I remember so I went to get a sitter. It was gone. I, said, I got it. Faster, I got it. I, I, I no, got I it. I know it. Yeah, it was, uh, the, when it, you know, really to, you can't see a, a brook on a partial rainbow, I see a full rainbow. It was. And it was. It was at the end. It was, it was a, little, a little, yeah, I got it. It's amazing how fast it went away. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's good. We shouldn't have too many long rainbows over here. It's not a good thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah. So it's like a bris. Yeah. 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 Now I know it. Yeah. So that was the Zohar Now, could I just say part of it? No. Uh, <laughs> without without Shema Shem. No. Oh, Right. Yeah. They could do. But you should you should memorize the bracha. It's not that hard. Now I got it. Right. Akash Baruch looks at all of our brachas. Actually, a lot of the Shefa, all the brachas we have in our own life, is how we say we say brachas. And to be honest. A lot of our own happiness and appreciation and connection comes to the way we say we, we say brachas in, in our own personal life. If you give anyone a bracha, you want to give a person a bracha, uh, but, but giving a kaddish baruchu and really with Hashem, we're not blessing God. God doesn't need our little blessings, but we're recognizing God. God allows us to do this. And every bracha, you'll be eternally rewarded, and you get rewarded in this world. By the way, I must say, you know, you learn, you know, when you go to Peleyates, you have different topics, different things. The only way you improve on brachas is being conscious of, of it, is by stopping to, to be conscientious about what it means to have food, 
what it means uh, to eat. You know, jokes aside, you know, when I was in the Mir Yeshiva, when you first get there, there's thousands of people that need to eat in the Mir Yeshiva. So it was right after Pesach's one, I went to the, the Mir Yeshiva, and like, you wait, you get the food. So somebody said to me, you'll see when you get your food, you'll, you'll, your brachas will get better, you'll appreciate getting your food. You know? <laughs> Until you get your food, you have, a, a, you have an appreciation to go ahead and, and get your food. Well, you know, when you think about it, if you were big, God forbid, in the Holocaust, right, or you, you're starving, to get your food, you appreciate it, right? It's God's gifts in life. To say brachas correctly, and it's such, you say, brachas yeah, you can really grow from that every day, or you could be so brain dead, so unconscious, it's actually, at some level, it takes you down, right? You're just saying brachas, saying Hashem's name, kavana, it damages the relationship, Right? It's, it's, I, I, would, I would contend if a person comes to show once a week and when they come to show they get dressed up in Shabbos clothes and they have your Shemayim and if a person comes every day and they come in shorts and a tank top to show I would say the guy comes once a week has a much better relationship with the show because they, they have reverence they have years of Makam there's a years Hashem to the Makam if you come in it's, it's lowly so then there's no, there's no, there's no, year, by the way, I'm not talking about davening every day. I'm talking about coming to shul, obviously. Right. First of all, every day. I'm saying coming to shul, right? person says bracha is every day and doesn't say kavana, your whole connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is thrown off, mm-hmm. right? And your whole connection to brachas is thrown, out, thro- <coughs> thrown off. And your whole connection to HaShem is thrown off because what happens is, is that service of HaShem becomes something that's not thought about. It's not, it's not appreciated. You know, just like in, in marriage, if or child, when you raise children, right, you create habit loops. So how you go ahead and talk to somebody, it's, it becomes that's your norm, right? So if all your brachas and it's hard to dive into it's not. It's 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 a whole reality of, of what you do. Therefore, listen. He says an amazing thing. And by the way, I, I would highly. I'm telling you, if you're embarrassed to do this publicly, try your house. You, the, and this will change the way you bench for sure. We say brachas together. Zelama call brachas bekorav. If you say it out loud with a little, now if you're at the office, you know, or you're in Stanford, don't scare the whole place. Brachas. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Yeah, this is because you want to. Because you still have to be more of a mabrius. Now I said this story once. I was once in Jerusalem. I was in Jerusalem. I see this guy, a little bit of a misfit. You know, by a bus stop in Jerusalem, and he has like a big, you know, I mean, this isn't a Haredi neighborhood in Yushalayim, a real religious neighborhood, and he has like a big thing, and he screams his own, Baruch! And he's like, Beis Yaakov, goes like, looking like, Shago! <laughs> but this time, this Beis Yaakov was on the ground laughing, Yeah! This is a religious, and they go, oh, they can't believe it. It looks like a little bit like a mushroom, you know, you know, I think you have to be. After you mean more of a base, but you could say a bracha, bracha tashem, say a bracha loud, you will, you know, uh, you know, and, you know, depending on but certainly in your, ho- your house is for sure, and shul, for sure, and shul is for sure, anywhere like that for sure. Other places you have to know who you are, your comfort zone, and how, and what, what, where, where you are. You still, still say a bracha, come on, no, I don't need to do it out loud necessarily, necessarily. But, but in your house, for sure. You know, in, in shul, for sure. Say it out loud. I mean, it changes the bracha. Asher Yatsar. When you say like this, when you look at the Asher Yatsar, as opposed to Baruch Hashem, like in the Mechal Asher Yatsar, as Adam. I don't. I've seen many people say that. I don't think no one thinks. No one thinks twice in the shul. My house. No one thinks, I'm telling you myself. Say it out loud. 
you know, you say it better. It's, you get you understand that benching, I guarantee you, if you bench out loud, it's a different galaxy. And it, it's a different so gather gobble, it's mu'ur kavana. Right? It's psukha the zimmer also, by the way. I'm not talking psukha the zimmer right now. If you say psukha the zimmer, you say psukha out loud, it changes the order. Hey, it's, it's ridiculous. You, you do this a hundred times a day. You dive in psukha the zimmer every day. Why in the world would you want to do something without any kavana? You know? What does kavana do it that way? The shmonesra. Shmonesra is different. Shmonesra, tefillah, which we learn shmonesra for that. Oh, that's, I see what you're essentially, that. Yeah, so in Esra, you should still you still need to hear yourself. By the way, you still have to articulate. Not else. Yeah, yeah, nobody else should hear you. That's something else. Uh, that's a good question. We're not doing that with that right now. Um, uh, and therefore, also if you say it out loud, you'll be sure you said a bracha. You know, you'll get the suffix brachas. Did I do this? Did I not do this? Maybe I did this. Uh, I think uh, who says this? I think I think it's the Kitzer. Pretty sure the Kitzer says that whenever you have suffix brachas. It means you didn't say the bracha b'kavana. It's a get. It's a giloy to you. Because you, otherwise you know. So, you know, but it's so. If you find yourself in doubt, you said brachas. It's, it's just God speaking to you in a certain way. You're not saying brachas kavana. Right? You're not doing this, you know, correctly. Also, if you say it out loud, if somebody hears you, you'll merit yourself to have an amen to your bracha. And you'll give somebody else some merit that they'll say a, 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 a bracha. My house with my kids, we, for, we've, we've cycled, we've had charts for a kid to say the bracha out loud. They get it Someone says it amen. They both get you know checks. There's a there's a system uh, that they get rewarded. Is there money involved? No, I'm just kidding. There's always money involved, <laughs> even if it's jelly bellies. Even if, even, if, even if you have them buy them jelly bellies, you got to pay them. You got to pay the yeah, jelly bellies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's fine. If they say bracha, come on, I'm happy. Um, just worry about become teenagers, more of them, and then in big trouble. I mean, already have some of them are teenagers. So, um, uh, oh, also very important. Right, you have bread, right, you should dip it in salt. Now, it's not just on Shabbos. Now, happens to be today, we're Americans. Now, Americans, what do Americans do? They have a salt is in the bread. That's number one. Number two is there's no such thing as people just eating bread anymore. If you would have been in in, in, in Lithuania in the 16th century, they didn't have peanut butter, cream cheese. They couldn't imagine what cream cheese was. You know, they didn't have they didn't have butter, let alone what they had. They actually had butter, but they didn't have that. What's the, the fake butters today? Margarine. E, no, no, easy balance margarine. Healthy people were in California, man. It's not Maryland. <laughs> margarine in California. We're in the world of veganism and gluten-free. You get the smart health, the smart balance, smart balance. Yeah, that's it. Right, the flaxseed oil stuff. It's like push it. Right? So you didn't have, but really, if you're just having bread, you should dip it three times. And if you, and you should, this is important. If you want to be a, a Torah Jew, have salt on the table also, always. Right? Why do we have salt on the table? Mizbeach, right? It's a korban. So even if you're not having salt with it, your cholesterol, this that you don't like it. But you should have salt on the table, right? You What's shouldn't. this thing about dipping three times? So, um, he says, yeah. it's, it's, it, uh, without going and giving a lesson in the Zara right now, it's mantik es hadin. It sweetens any negative charge. And salt is a representative of the covenant, is the ultimate covenant between us and God. That's why salt had to be in the mezbech of, of the sacrifices. But there's, so there's a lot of symbolism in, in salt. So when you're on your Shabbos, what I don't like, I sometimes... People make hamotzi here. Like when I do it, 
Oh, you're, 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 you're. I was. I, I thought you were saying he dipped three times only Shabbos and Yom Tov. Once on doing Tuba. Um, the, as far as the dipping, that's true. As far as as far as I was, I was actually going to hit this. What I don't like is when I see somebody when I see somebody make a motu. I'm like a thing, like a thing. And like they start, you know, like spray the the salt on the challah. Now that is fine as far as his rucha, but really, api kabbalah, you're supposed to dip it three times. So if it's during the week, as I mentioned, you don't even need salt technically because our bread has salt today, and so it already has that covenant in it. The price can bring down. And, and we put stuff on top of the bread anyways. Very few people eat. But if you only have any bread, you should ideally be matpa at least once. If you're having bread and cream cheese, you do not need to dip it in, in something. The, 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 the nice kale are make because our bread has salt already in it today. When they make the bread, there's salt. If there'd be no salt, if you'd have praying bread, then you would dip it in salt uh, 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 as well. Um, uh, yeah, there are people, by the way, who would still dip in salt. I just want to say this. As far as you don't have to brown Shabbos, certainly that's what you should be doing. Or if there's nothing on the bread, that's certainly what you should be doing. Now, if you're a king, you know, I, I was like reading one time, a long time ago, like the etiquette, even of today's kings in, in England, or, but, but, but in, 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 in Victorian England, the etiquette of eating, and certainly if you're in nobility, if, you know, you know, we, 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 we say that there's an idea of eating with dignity, that Yidin, the Jews are supposed to eat, Right, you know, I mentioned this last time when we toivel kelim. Judge, you just toivel kelim. What did you go outside for? Just to put some toys downstairs. Oh, to put toys. Yeah, yeah. You weren't toveling. Do you toivel kelim for your house? I do. Why do you toivel kelim? To make sure it's it, to, to transfer it from a gorgeous rishus to my rishus. What? So why do you? Why, what are you doing essentially? Converting. You're converting it. You're converting it. Make you know. You're converting your kelim. That's, that's that's not my language. It's the language of the chinuch. That when a Jew eats, you eat to serve God, right? It's not. We're not. You know, when a Jew eats, it's it's about There's nothing wrong with it when a gentile eats. Everyone should eat. Human beings need to eat. But our our eating is supposed to be holy. Actually, anyone who learns. Those learning Tanya, for example, or you learn Lukut Iran, a lot of the book talks about Nefesh of Bahamas, how you eat, right? What 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 goes on? So it's not just how you eat, it's it's the the oifin, uh, the the dignity which you eat. It's not we're not a bunch of boars over here, right? You know you know eating ribs with our fingers and like digging and like you know I was once walking by recently house and they're having a barbecue like I walked by this this like lady I couldn't believe that walks out like she belches like, like I thought it was like a tequila that's how I was like, <laughs> hey, like this is like you know like like I walked by the house and I couldn't believe it like this is how a human being could be like I thought I was in like uh, you know you know you there's this, it's not just how you eat or you know or doing something it's the dignity they do a mice hierarchy it's all Nagar, Bizman Hari, Yisrael Shayim, Asher Al Shulchano. Anyone know who uh, Yisrael Nagar was? What he's, what he, he's any, a carpenter. No, well, <laughs> this is Arabic. Oh. Najira is really what it is. Oh, okay. Anyone know, anyone know what he wrote? No. Karibo Inoyla. Uh, so he was a Talmud of Yisrael, and he lived in Damascus, actually. He was, uh, he was an Assyrian show. Shayim, Asher Al Shulchano, Bekonami. He was singing at his table by they say that there were, it was angelic at that moment and he, 
But he's dressed not as dignified as he would as a table. With my kids, I'm not joking, by the way, Shabbos table, they, they, you know, little kids, they want to come without shoes, without socks, without everything. Shabbos, now I'm not saying what he might put on the week, by the way. Put it on a Shabbos table? They got to put shoes and socks on. Even my four-year-old son has to put shoes and socks on. Right? You know? Think about your Shabbos table, by the way. Don't you think you'll view the Shabbos table differently than if, you know, if, let's say, that, you know, a boy coming, my, my son was with shorts and a shirt versus coming dressed in Shabbos clothes. Right? Don't think it's, you view it differently. Mm-hmm. Isn't, it, isn't it a different reality, the different covered? By the way, even by Malava Malka, the police can bring down, they should be still wearing a Shabbos clothes from Malava Malka. I, you know, I, that's ideal. Some people can't eat right away, they eat very later. So I'm not saying you can't, there's nothing to rely on if you do something and you end up changing eating malaka later at night. Uh, but the best is certainly to wearing your Shabbos clothes. You treat malaka malaka differently, right? If you, how you eat is different, right? And, 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 and the oifid is, is eating a spiritual entity or is eating a, a physical reality? Are we eating like hippopotamuses, right? Just we, we, we think we're sophisticated, are we eating like angels, right? That's really the difference. The gamut, it's there. It's, and I know it sounds like extreme to some people, but really, at the end of the day, service of Hashem, eating, that's why, you know, so much of, you know, people look at Judaism, yom are eating, part, different foods that we eat, you know, many of the blessings we say around, around food. Uh, eating is a very integral part of life, and it's a very integral part of growth in Judaism. And the way we eat makes a big difference in not only our eating, but our whole service of Hashem. It trans- and, and, and I'll tell you something very strong. <laughs> the way we eat affects our soul and every other aspect of life. That's really what time that will bring down for those. I don't know how many of you are learning time right now, like three or four years. Right? So you see this idea, there, right? It, it affects your, your whole neshama. So basically, if you don't eat correctly, you'll be on a completely lower spiritual level. Right, which means even when you want to serve Hashem, when you want to learn Daf Yomi, your, your, your Gemara is lower. You know, it's not just in Tan. You know who says this? Tan de Bilyao. You know who quotes this? Tasis quotes this. Right? That the, the way you eat will affect your whole spiritual uh, 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 reality. And therefore, Sisonaga, who was eating and he was dressed a little bit li- 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 different, when he's saying Zemiris, it weighing down. She'en al shulchan Hashem. The techa so these angels left. The Rizal, so, you know, again, this is, probably this is quoting things uh, more esoteric. He said, he told him why this happened. He said, when you're at the table, at a Shabbos table, you're singing Zemiris to Kodesh Barucho, right? You got to sing Zemiris in a dignified fa- fashion. Your table is your Shulchan. Like today, you learn just learn Zavachim, you're learning Chulun, right? It's amazing, you learn Chulun, by the way. What's, what's, what's Chulun? What's, what does Chulun mean? Uh, ordinary mundane, right? Mundane <laughs> eating. All these halachas. It's not zvachim. You know, zvachim. All you remember zvachim. Remember zvachim. How kavanas and how you're doing sacrificing and what pigle is, right? You know, like it's it's you know, it, 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 and what you know what knows. But here it's just. Like, but there's all kinds of laws because even your chulin has to be bikdusha, right? Even even what you the regular eating has to be in, in, in such a way. Right, you, uh, you know, I just was. Um, Any of you deal with ever deal with the homeless, right? You know, actually, the air was down Friday again. 
uh, Shiran's part, the whole is not. They pulled it down? Yeah, because the, the, that area is where they can pull things down. So there's, mm-hmm. there's luckies on the on thing. They fixed it right away in the morning. Uh, but like you see how they, like, it, it's, a, it's a mess. And I'm not judging the homelessness, obviously. But you want to be a, a, an amazing person. You want to be a spiritual person. Realize one thing. You know, I guess like very often, you can take it or leave it. But this is what Chazal say. Right? Eating is essential how you eat. If you eat in the car, like, and you're just eating like a, you know, you know if you eat on the streets, if, if you, when you eat in your hands, in your house, you're just... You know, I'm not saying like that lady who goes outside like a, like, a, like some kind of Viking and <laughs> I'm gonna believe like I walk by disgusting. It's like it's like technology people no glad. Like you think to yourself, you know, wouldn't they have some kind of busha? Like some kind. I'm not saying most people are like that. They're not. Uh, but you know, there's a way. There's an eating. That's why Tovir Kalem is an eating to serve Hashem. You eat when you need to eat. You eat when you eat. You eat dignified, right? Um, so slowly, right? You can eat with a fork and knife, not like a, a boar. Or a garment, as Zayhar says, Shemisitra de Esav. You know, it's an amazing thing. You learn the story of Esav. What, what, what did Esav tell Yaakov? Pour it down. Pour it down. Right? Like the Zayhar says, you want to see what the essence of our introduction to the the, the negative Esav was how he ate, right? And what he was willing to do for food, but but what, how he ate, as a, and that's a citra de Esav. The Zara says, whenever a Jew, the Zara, whenever a Jew eats in a, in a completely undignified way, exactly. it's, a, it's from a citra of Esav. <coughs> At that moment, if you would think about this, if you, you're going on a date, you're only getting ready over here, you're on a date. Right, and the girl, what do you do if a girl picks her nose on the date, by the way? <laughs> Not tell her anything. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Move on, right? Move on. I, I, you know, first of all, by the way, it happens to me it's an Aveira to pick your nose. Do you know that, by the way? The Gemara says it's a sin to publicly pick your nose. Don't do it. Right? Yeah, to publicly pick your nose. You know why it's a sin? It's a Gemara Befeir. I, I look it up. It's a Gemara Chagiga, Hayam and Aleph. Disgusting. Anything you do to discuss, Anybody, if it disgusts, any act which disgusts people is an avera. So the Gemara says, and it, it says things like uh, belching loudly, these type of things, right? Because it's a turnoff. It says, it quotes a Gemara, a, a Pasuk in Kohalas, and a Kaddish Baruch will bring on Mishpat. And the Gemara says that anything which grosses people out is, an, is, is a person's in the Jesus. And Rebbe cried when he, heard, when he, when he saw this. Right, so the girl. Does, so we'll answer your question, Yoni. Yoni, stop picking on you over here. No right now, you see a girl. You know, she goes ahead and she, she, you know, she takes her soup. She picks the bowl up and starts drinking the end of the soup. <laughs> you give her another date, right? Or she licks her fingers after the chicken. You give her another date. It's all about how worse the other ones were. <laughs> it's all comparative. It's all comparative. Uh, so speaking for you, please. Uh, no, I'm serious. There's, there's, a certain, you know, there's a certain dignity that's there in life. How we eat. Right? And a yid, a Jew, you have to realize one thing. We eat all the time. We make brachas all the time. This is not like, you know, we psych ourselves up for certain mitzvahs. If we, if we improve our, our, our spirituality, our whole neshama is different. Our whole relationship to our Karish Baruch Hu is if it achilah v'shesia. It's a big mistake to think it's like just you know doing a physical act and that we enjoy serving the brother. We're going to get to that also. He's, he, he'll embellish 
we should enjoy the foods. There's a bracha of nenin for a reason. It's a bracha of enjoyment. But the way we eat, the oifin we eat, you know, the, the ultimate, I said this before a while back, the ultimate slabadka used to invite the good students of the slabadka yeshiva to eat by him, not just to speak in Torah, but to, he said to teach them how to eat. There's an avayda called eating, right? There's an avayda called making brachas. Uh, by the way, I, I will say, if we pick up the game on our brachas, it's already a tremendous start. Just say, start saying brachas out loud, it's already benching out loud. It will change the way we view food, right? It will change the way we view things. And today, more than ever before, it's a problem because so food today is kosher, everything's kosher that you can get. And the way people view eating, it's every commercial. When you see a commercial, when you think about food, what is, what is food, what's, the, what's the, the message in your mind food is? What? Doesn't have no it's just something, it's, it's a pleasure, it's enjoyment. I mean, how does every commercial sell food? Right? Like, you see, like, the chocolate, like, the drip as it comes, like, and you, and you see the smile, like, you know, of the person. Like, if I just had this peanut butter, that's amazing how they can sell peanut butter, by the way. If I just have Jiffy, you know, if I just have this marshmallow, like, every commercial makes you feel like, if, or the advertisement, every picture, like, you know, for the guy in, they have like, the beer, there's like two blonde ladies next to them, like, because that's what the beer represents. You have the beer, you're going to get this, you know. So whatever you imagine, it's all there. And we, we I mean, I, when you go to New York and you go to a supermarket, you can have 18 flavors of candy. What? Balt, you don't have pomegranates yet. You, know, you have, actually have seven miles, seven miles, what's seven? Seven miles, we have seasons. Seasons, right, seasons. They just they sold it, right? They, they sold it, yeah. Seasons, right, seasons. Like, you can get even yogurts, like there's eight flavors of coffee yogurt. Maybe coffee yogurt. I'm saying you can get anything you want, 18 flavors today. It takes, it, it, it blends. You know, if you would do that in, in anything in life, you, you, you get a little bit of a loss. And we should realize, and just, just to finish over here, that the way we make our brachas, the way we, we eat, it's not just, it will affect that area of our life. It will affect every, it will affect the way you learn Gemara. As I said, Tysus quotes Tana Beliau exactly on that. Where is it? Um, I have to remember where that Tysus is. It's in fish. The Chazanish quote that Tysus very often. I was going to say, even um, isn't the whole reason that we, we do uh, Silico uh, Bahav is because maybe we overdid it on. on, on, on right, uh, even Bahav is a good thing. But I'm just, I'm also, every time you toil Caleb, think to yourself, I'm, to- I'm converting my vessels. Every time you talk about Caleb, think to yourself, I'm con- why am I doing this? It's for that reason. Yeah, we'll hold it. My, my roast said about six months ago, he said, uh, all the, uh, uh, Tukhaman, they, they got together and they tried to figure out, they had a Hasifa, what's the biggest Nusayan in today's day? And everyone, you know, we're all sitting, in Bashar Shabbos, who's talking about this, where everyone was thinking about probably the internet, you know, it's uh, type of Zahila is the biggest sign for this generation because Achila is totally mutter. Right. But having this taiva, you then just build upon taiva upon taiva upon taiva and just... Right, uh, exactly. Four religious, already religious Jews probably don't, don't, not even thinking about it, I would agree, right? Yeah, you just... So, but, but it's important to realize it's not just our taivas. It will affect the way you learn Gemara. It will affect the way you daven Shemona Esri will affect every area. So we'll be learning this next week. But again, just to walk away, and I hate to learn something, just to walk away, try saying brachas Allah, try it when you're ready to toivo kalem. And then on a personal level, you can think about what it means to eat and serve Hashem.